the whole world has adapted to me and it feels like it just yeah the the, the whole world is uh it revolves around me in winter and i like that a lot brunch hit it boys It's Tuesday, and people are doing nothing that impacts Nike whatsoever. Oh, it's I mean, that shit is the best. I laughed so hard for so long yesterday. Yes. There have been so many tweets that I've laughed at. And they needed to point it out to them that, like, well, just for that, Nike, now I'm going to go around in a fucking weird-ass-looking shirt. I'm still going to wear it, but I'm going to cut off the part that says Nike, so I'm going to look like the Regina George trend in Mean Girls when she cuts the nipples of, oh, yeah. of the shirts. shirts. Yeah. I like. Uh, I love when people protest like billion-dollar companies that yes. are not going to be felt, that they're not going to feel that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, just like, no, you're not. Yeah. The people that are they were like, I'm, I'm not going to watch the NFL this season. I refuse to watch it. Those people were tweeting about the NFL like two weeks later. Yeah, and also... Brent McHenry? You she's s- like, I'm not watching the NFL. It's disgusting. I hate when they protest the troops. Two weeks later, she was chain-smoking cigarettes and tweeting about the I, NFL. <laughs> I could not... Brent McHenry's one. Uh, who else? There are some people that... Uh, oh, there's this guy that like used to... Um, he used. To, I don't know if the website still exists, but this guy ran a uh, website that was about the Boston sports media, and it was very helpful back in the day because there was a lot of moving and shaking. Everyone was leaving jobs, and I would read it just to kind of keep up with who works where anymore. And then he became. Now he just mainly whines about everything all the time. Oh, is it Turtle Boy? So, no, not <laughs> Turtle Boy. Although I have a funny Turtle Boy story. Someone recently, someone in my life, someone close to me. Uh, independently arrived at Turtle Boy because Turtle Boy had written something that was like ruthless and like they really went after so-and-so and and the person thought it was funny. I bet they made up some names. Yeah, and and they were like, uh, do you know who Turtle Boy is? And it was like, do I fucking ever? (laughs) I was like, you should listen to what they did to my poor, poor son. Or whatever, what he did. What's and his name? you. Yes, yeah. Well, both of ours, I, it made me feel good about it when he like doxed us both because I was like, whoa, you got pretty clean records. <laughs> yeah. Because you know that guy spent all fucking yeah. day looking for anything and everything and all he got was... So Pete did get in trouble for that tweet one time. Yeah, the one that I publicly had acknowledged. Yeah, and I mean, you tweeted it from your Twitter <laughs> right. account like a week earlier, and then he uh, pulled up like videos that we posted from the brunch. That was YouTube. my favorite thing. So I was I was uh, showing this person all the stuff, and he was like, "So aren't those pictures that you posted?" I was like, "Yeah, like a year ago. Even. Yeah, like I recently decided, hey." Let's dress up like cowboys and have a really silly photo shoot. <laughs> there were people that, like, they posted that. There were people that came out and they were like, I never would have seen this video and it's pretty funny. So, thanks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I was saying, um, so I don't follow that guy anymore who just, like, whines about everything. And I muted him because he just replies to everything, like, me or other people in the biz will do complaining about stuff. So, someone the other day was like, oh, man, is that guy insufferable or what? And I was like, oh, shit. Come to think of it, I haven't seen any of it in, like, two years now because I've just muted it and ignored it. Yeah. Whenever someone's like, oh, man, Britt McHenry, what an idiot. I haven't seen it because I ever muted and everything. So I'm just like, I agree because I know that yeah. that's right. You're, you, you, know, you don't have to be exposed to it to know yeah. that it all sucks. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, that thing that Britt McHenry tweeted. Oh, man. She, she's so inconsiderate. It's like she only cares about rich white people. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, for sure. I definitely saw that tweet. <laughs> I, uh, I I was wondering if I had unfollowed her, and I did unfollow her. She still follows me. So. She, uh, what did, I had an opportunity. I was, I really sold out. She, like, quote tweeted something, or she did something that helped a tweet of mine. And, uh. I really, really wanted. had a crossroads there. Yeah, because I was like, ooh, I can do the old, hey, Brit, sit on it. Uh, <laughs> I'm bringing sit on it back, by the way. I, I don't hate it. Don't hate it. Do you know what sit on it's from? Uh, no, but I know that it's been used quite a lot when I was 
probably around when I was like in middle school. Yeah. So <laughs> sit on it is from Happy Days. Oh, really? That was the old like, hey, go fuck yourself. That's awesome. They would use it in Happy Days all the time. That was apparently very big in the the fifties. Um, yeah. So uh, I like I don't know what Bryn McHenry said about the Nike thing. I'm sure. Neither do I? But I'm sure it wasn't good. But and everyone who's like, oh, screw Nike. I'm done with Nike now. Uh, well, burning the Nike stuff you already own makes no impact. Also, if you support Under Armour or Adidas or anything, you're siding with someone who also thinks that that like Trump is the worst. Yeah, and well, I mean, the, Nike retained Kaepernick because these other companies wanted to sign him. Ah, because like they they were sitting on that. So they deal. were franchising him basically. Yes. Yeah, no, they were. They had him signed throughout the entire thing, uh, and then. Like at some at some point recently, they decided to redo his deal, and now he has a new deal. Nice. Uh, and so he's coming out. He's going to get like a clothing line. Going to get like a lot more play through Nike now. And that happened because they were sort of considering their options and letting him, maybe letting him go. Then like Adidas and I'm assuming probably Under Armour, yeah. like were interested, and so they were like, "Oh fuck, we're keeping him." And so they signed him to a new deal. So it's like if you're boycotting Nike, it's just because Nike got the deal that the other two wanted, or the other three wanted. I've got to say, I was never a fan of Colin Kaepernick. I thought he was an unbelievably overrated quarterback. When he lost his job to, who did he lose his job to? Is it Brian Hoyer? Yeah, it might have been. It was like a bad right. quarterback. And uh, the the Broncos were interested in maybe giving him a crack when they were uh, trying anybody and everybody at quarterback. Uh, Colin Kaepernick could have stayed in the NFL and made like three to five million dollars a year yeah, I mean, and could, been like a pretty bad player, which could, is what he was. He or, could theoretically still be in the NFL oh, if he absolutely. was willing to take less money. Absolutely. If well, unfortunately, if he didn't do, if he didn't kneel, then this would be a moot point. He'd be bouncing around the league right. for another five, ten years. There are some terrible fucking backup quarterbacks. Well, there are some right. terrible fucking starting quarterbacks. Nathan Peterman is yeah. starting this Nathan, year. Nathan Peterman's not that bad. He's pretty bad, dude. People are going to be surprised when He's they see that. Remember, Nathan Peterman came in in the uh, was it the divisional round against the Jaguars? They they sat. Tarod, I'm mad at Tarod. you. I'm pretty mad at Tarod as a uh, as a name pronunciation and uh, stylization um, freak that I am. I'm pretty mad that Tarod Taylor went years and years in the NFL as a starting quarterback. It's like the second most uh, notable job in the world. I know. And he was just totally cool with being called the wrong name. That makes me think so much less of Terod Taylor. And I always held him in very, very high esteem because we're getting some dummies as quarterbacks these days. Right. Like Mitch Trubisky, all these guys. You're getting some real clowns coming in. That dude from from Hard Knocks. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Brogan Rogan? Oh, I fucking hate Brogan Rogan. Sucks. I hate Brogan Rogan. Did you see? He gives he, me douche chills every time yes, he's on. Exactly. Oh, such douche chills. He uh, when he was like, "Yo, tell tell him how 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 we met," and she's like, uh, "He slid in my he, DMs and sl- was like, when are you giving me your number?'" I was like, "That is the worst." And then fucking- it cut to him, and he was like. Power moves only, bro. <laughs> that is so not a power move. <laughs> it's not. That is. I wrote about that. I was like, I was like, this is the. How do you like brag about that? That is the worst opening line ever. That is so. So I, I, I dated a girl. Who... Guarantee their first date was at like a Buffalo Wild Wings. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yo, you want? You... Uh, yeah, he was. The, he the, there was some dry rub involved. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, I dated somebody who, uh, like, we knew each other, and uh, I, we fo- uh, we followed each other on Instagram after knowing each other for a while. And she was like, "Hey, long time no see," and then we start talking, and then and then like we got together or whatever. And I never let her live that down. That I was like, "Hey, remember that time you slid in my DMs? You <laughs> fucking loser!" <laughs> Sliding in the DMs is not a cool. That's not a fucking power move at all. I think it can be. Oh and my it, god, that is the cheapest. I think it can be if you, if you have like if you have a good opening line. I think that's the point. I think there's no shame in sliding in DMs, mm-hmm. but I think that you have to bring it. And like, if you're sliding, in, hey, why, why don't you go give me your number? Mm-hmm. Like. 
Fuck off. Can I tell you something? This isn't going to surprise you. I've never slid in DMs yeah, and brought it. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. I, uh, yeah. DMs are, D- DMs are the part of why this world's going to end in You're a big off-the-grid guy or mm. like uh, I'm sh- shut off, get me away from the internet sort of type of person. Absolutely. And, and so I think that like, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that you're like anti-DM sliding. I, I used to not ask girls out over text. Yeah, that's I little, would if I if I was gonna if a little I, much for if me. I'm I wanted, not calling somebody. If I wanted if I wanted to take a, a a young woman out to dinner, I would place a phone call, and then it would go to voicemail because they'd be like, I'm not gonna fucking answer the and phone, they, especially not from this guy. Then when I when they didn't answer, I went to the hardware store, got some duct tape, and went over, that's, threw them in the trunk of my car. So, being I would say that not doing the DM sliding and texting thing is. Well, I guess it is different, but uh, I text now. Whatever. Yeah. I, I I've I've come around it's on text beca- messaging, but I'm not like, happy about it. It's not like a, a a thing that's looked down on anymore. Everybody is doing right. it right now. It's like the way that you communicate. Yeah. Unfortunately, right. It's normalized. Yeah, but what's going to happen is is there ever going to be a step further than text messaging? Is there ever going to there there can't be a, a quicker way, right? Like Other a fucking f- Snapchat. Well, like there's Snapchat FaceTime video. and shit like that, but that's just like calling. Like, do you remember? Right, when, I, think, I think that's like that's a higher, higher step up than uh, than a text message. If you Facetime somebody and ask them out, yeah, because at least that's like oh a no, that would be face, at least that's a face to face communication. That would, it's the same thing as calling somebody, except you're seeing them. Yeah, but like what? Then you have to get into like what do you wear when you Facetime somebody to ask them out? <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, because like like how are you presenting yourself? Yeah, I guess. Then I mean, you're, you're then not you're entering into slob. Then, then you're backdooring your way into the like Instagram again, which is the whole fucking problem in the first place. I don't know. Like unless you're like on the couch like fucking shirtless and have like chips on your chest, I think it's fine. That's how I look when I call <laughs> girls true. to ask them out. So, not surprising. That's the uh that's the, that's the the How did we get here? I I don't know. I think that I don't want to blame it all on the Trump election, but <laughs> It didn't help. I've been here in the discussion, not in here in the the society. Uh, I uh, did. Uh, I did counteract Big and Rich's sound guy by making a Nike purchase, though. Oh yeah, yeah. What'd you buy? Uh, you're gonna be mad at me. Oh, the I bought Ky- the yeah. Kyries. No, you told me that. Yeah. But because I told you I'd already bought them. I was waiting. Oh, you son of a no, bitch! No, I was waiting until Monday to buy them because I knew that East Bay was having a twenty percent off sale. Oh, so you I had said on like, Saturday, on like Sunday. Friday or something that I was yes. getting them, yeah. and then you texted me. I think Sunday. You were like, "Yo, how cool are these?" I had definitely said before I was getting those though, so I no, didn't you feel didn't. bad being Not like, "Oh, I already got them." Probably, I, I don't know. Not to me. I saw them on Twitter, and I was like, "I gotta get those." These. Ones are so good because they're they're like very loud, but they're, they're loud like fuck. throwback. They're, yeah, they're they're, uh, they're like a, in like a very weird color scheme. They're like yellow and red, and they're yellow, red, like, orange, purple. Yeah, they're uh, like flames. Yeah. Flames on the feet. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm pretty jealous that you got those. It's I'm it, thinking about. Did I tell you the ones that I think I'm gonna get? Yeah, those are on sale. Yeah, I know. It's Which taken, is why I think I'm going to get them. It's taken like me too, too long to get Kyrie's, but I was very. I, I, it worked out very well that uh, all well, that, that shit went down. That motherfucker hasn't put out the goddamn Toy Stories. I know. If those what an come asshole. out, yeah, I think that if those come out, because sometimes Nike just puts things in stores. That's the way. That's what, I think what they did with these uh, with the 1970s ones that I grabbed, but. Uh, a lot of other times it's like you got to go on the app and you got to do it. It's like buying concert tickets and there's like priority shit. When he came out with the graffiti ones, I tried to do that and I was like, I don't know how to fucking do this. So I just, yeah. so I just didn't get those shoes. I've become a big, uh, kicks under cost guy. Do you know, do you know that? Uh, uh, KFC tweets about that. Yeah. All that's the time. how I found out about him. But like, that is a awesome, awesome Twitter account. So just tweet out whenever shoes are on sale. So that sounds like uh, it's, it. Kind of sounds like frugal male fashion, but with frugal male fashion, there's a lot of shit being thrown up there. With kicks under cost, if it's like, if it's not that often, I would fear that uh, you would just end up with the same shit as everybody else. Do they? Is there enough of uh, stuff they're throwing out there? Oh, it's, there's like there's like a handful of shit every day. Hmm. And uh, I've I think I've gotten my last like two or three pairs of sneakers from there. And I haven't seen, I haven't ran into anybody with the same ones. So nice. I'm going to, I'm going to give them, uh, give them a, fall? a follow. They've got, uh, 
86,000 Twitter followers. Speaking of uh, speaking of fashion stuff, yeah. I think one of my newest meme uh, favorite meme trends is the uh, can't wait for the weather to get colder so I can really start dressing. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> no. I posted that. To, I posted a picture of that to our Instagram account uh, like last week. What was it? And it's just it's me wearing uh, me going as oh, Joey. Oh, yeah. No, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's, that's like a meme now where it's like it's somebody wearing something absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And it's just like can't wait for the weather to get cold oh, so I can really start dressing. I've got the perfect one. Uh, last year on uh, Boston Sports Tonight, we the, the last show before Christmas... They were like, hey, feel free to dress a little Christmassy, everyone. So people were wearing like uh, like a Christmas tie oh, yeah, or whatever. So Scrooge. I dressed like Ebenezer Scrooge. And I spent that took me like a full day and a half to toss together an <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge outfit. And it was awesome because there were like segments where we're having like real sports debates and like yelling at each other. And one of us is fucking dressed like <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge. I thought it was the funniest thing in the world that's i'm gonna i'm gonna do that can't wait for the uh what is it can't wait for the weather to get colder so i can really start dressing well that's with a with a uh a devil face yes well that's true anyway because we we've talked about this before nothing beats fall fashion i mean i love fall fashion. i i've i decided this week um i came to the conclusion because i tweeted yesterday i was like summer's not over summer's not over Unless you're ready to say that summer isn't over. Especially summer isn't over when it's fucking 90 degrees and humid and disgusting out. Uh, it still feels like summer. But summer's a state of mind. I, I love summer so much uh, because it's the most carefree season. Mm-hmm. But fall is definitely the best season. Fall is awesome. And I, before we get, get onto this... We've already had this discussion, so I don't yeah. want to get too into it. But okay. like, uh, fall, I feel like fall is the best season, but fall is also like the shortest window. Yes, fall feels like it's only a like three weeks long, mm-hmm. and then you're just, it's just it's just miserable, and you're so into the winter. Everyone says that they're like, "Well, fall's bad because winter comes next." You know, it's not that bad. Winter, I, I don't winter hate winter. Sucks, man. It's winter sucks. It, it gets dark really early. Mm. It's fucking bitter cold. Good. There's no leaves on the trees. Just the 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 whole world. <laughs> needs to be you, I think that you just like I was when born the world the aligns with your depression yes that's what you know what Every, so everyone's like oh seasonal depression that's happens. why you have that's the one seasonal depression yes. because you like when you like when everybody else is depressed with you yes exactly so when the winter comes it's like uh it's like I'm in a I'm, I'm a fish like, that's in the right water to my world bitch yes like the water is finally my temperature the yes. whole world has adapted to me and it feels like it just, yeah, the, the, the whole world is, uh, it revolves around me in winter, <laughs> and I like that a lot. When summer comes, that's what, so everyone was saying, oh, bye summer, goodbye summer, I'll never forget you, like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Um, I, this is the second summer in a row I've been like, well, I didn't really do anything this summer. I really? uh, focused on work and basically slept whenever I got the opportunity. And I did some fun things, but this wasn't the most fun season I had. I will forget you, Summer. Yeah, I crushed the summer. And I it, uh, now looking at it from your perspective, you definitely had a uh, tumultuous summer. You, yeah. were, you were a little all over the place. I've uh, At some point, this will stop. I am going on a lot of months of feeling like I'm it's, stretched very it, thin and, and I have no idea which way to go. And I've been through this great. I've been through this ride with yeah. you plenty of times before. It has never lasted this long. Yeah. Whatever. We'll <laughs> we'll get there. Tell you what though, on Thursday night, football will make its long anticipated return to living rooms across America. That means bragging rights and huge cash prizes are up for grabs at DraftKings.com, leader in one week fantasy sports. And before you skip past this to anything else. Do this, people. Yeah, man. DraftKings is fun. Do the DraftKings thing with us. Um, it's just fun, and it's awesome, and it's good for us if yeah, you right. do it. Yeah, if you play so, it, you help make us some, some coin. We're trying right. to get rich. Not really rich. We're trying to get comfortable. Yes. Uh, so for the season opener, DraftKings is hosting a fantasy football contest that's 10 bucks to enter and has a $1 million top prize. And for a limited time only, if you sign up with the code BRUNCH, you know... Today, DraftKings will give you free entry with your first deposit. So 
do that. Just do it. Single game showdown is the newest way to play. All you have to do is draft six players from Thursday's game, stay under the salary cap, see how your team stacks up against the competition, put your football knowledge to work, and you could win $1 million while watching the season opener. This is really easy to do. If that sounded daunting at all, it's super intuitive, and it's really fun. I only do one fantasy league, but the DFS stuff every now and then is fun to do. So if you do this on Thursday or play on Sunday, whatever... It helps us, and we want you to do that. The yeah. top prize, as I said, $1 million, but you don't have to come in first to be a winner. There are $2.5 million in total prizes, which means thousands of winners. So download the app or go to DraftKings.com now and use promo code BRUNCH to sign up and make your first deposit. When you do, DraftKings will give you a free shot at $1 million this Thursday. That's code BRUNCH at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. It's nothing. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. But for sure... Do this. Yeah. We, uh, I was really excited when I got the email from our, our DraftKings pals that were like, yo, are we doing this again? Because we had a lot of fun with DraftKings last year. and we had a lot of success with DraftKings last year, too. Yeah. Well for us. I mean, yes. It was fun. And uh, we've got some stuff coming up. We've got some stuff we want to do. Uh, and if you sign up, uh, let us know. Tweet us on Twitter. Let us know that you're playing with us. And also, if you need some help signing up, yeah. if you can't figure it out, let us know too because we're, we'll gladly help you and guide you through the process. Yeah, we'll do some special stuff for you. Uh, I, n- not for everybody, but if you play your cards right, maybe we'll give you a shout out. I don't know if anybody saw this, but uh, somebody asked for a, a birthday request from us last week. And we signed uh, a cover of Imagine Dragons. Oh vinyl. yeah, that and, was uh, great. Did you see? Do you see them tweeted tweeted at us? No. Yeah, they tweeted at us. The girl was pumped. I guess so. That was very very. Oh, cool. you're right. I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. Very cool. I was. Uh, that was such a good idea by that. Uh, I think it was her boyfriend that asked for it. Which you know, boyfriend of the year for that guy. Nice. Uh, who's? I'm trying to think. Who's not boyfriend of the year? Uh, I don't know. I feel like that could end up in a dangerous yeah, it could, place. It could end up in a dark place. So let's not uh, <laughs> let's not do that. Uh, I saw some movies over the past. Before over the we weekend. do that, do, yeah. I want. I really want to talk about. Did you watch Insecure this weekend? No, I'm behind. I'm oh, too behind no! on Insecure. I'm too behind on Insecure. So uh, did you see the part? Where, I've got um, the uh, missing Lawrence Blues. Well. You might be, uh, you might ch- get cheered up a little bit Ooh. because. Do you remember? Did you get to the? Do you watch the episode with the guy in the Uber, the Lyft? Sorry, yeah, where they get in the fight in the back yeah. seat. Uh, the the nice one mm-hmm. is, returns. Oh, nice! And uh, they have like a full episode with him. That dude is like one of the most handsome dudes in the world. Ooh, so yeah, I, I didn't notice it because the the lift was a little dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not the best. Uh, not the best lighting situation mm. going on. He Get shows up in this, this weekend's episode. Yeah. Who mama? That guy uh, brings the heat. Man, Which, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't like. They should. That casting department should get some sort of award because they somehow just find the hottest yeah, guys. Yeah, but it's a little unrealistic. I like when shows like. Like mixing it Everybody on that there. show. Everybody on that show is beautiful. And that's not real life, you know? That's true, but I mean, it's great for the eyes. Like a, a lot of the, the situations are relatable, and I think that that's why shows like Insecure, shows like Girls, work. But uh, right, you got to mix in some. You got to mix in some crazies. You got to mix in. Yeah, especially some... like, especially like uh, with Issa's situation where she's mm-hmm. like, she's like not well off. She's yeah. sort of struggling through her adulthood a little bit. Yeah. She would definitely have have some people judging. Like beautiful people, a lot of the times only hang out with beautiful people. So, oh, you like you think that Molly would have dumped her by now? Yeah, would be like I can't be seen. But Issa's like Issa is gorgeous. So, absolutely. Uh, so I don't know. It's 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 a collection of of beautiful beautiful people on that show, and I enjoy it. Yeah, I've I've got to get caught up. I'm I'm just I'm a little downtrodden without uh, Lawrence. I'm uh, I'm missing my king. I think you're gonna like the new guy. Cool. Um, I well, let's quickly hit on Better Call Saul. That would. That was, I think, the most um, the most what people were hoping for when Better Call Saul started. I think they wanted like a lot of kind of flash forwards, flashbacks, things that would that were really, really connected to Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And that whole episode was a lot of. I mean they they showed Saul getting ready to go on the lamb, which was yeah. really cool. That was like a that was a really sort of jarring thing because I feel like Better Call Saul almost exists in its own universe like yeah. aside from breaking bad so when they have those moments mm-hmm. where they're like 
hey, this is the same fucking guy yeah. from Breaking Bad. It's sort of a, a jarring reminder that, oh, yeah. Because it just, like, it, it. you don't see a lot of Saul in Jimmy yet. Yeah. Like, there are definitely flashes of it, but when they, when they like, straight up acknowledge the fact that he is uh, Walt... Walter, Walter White's lawyer yeah. from Breaking Bad. It's like, oh shit, you're right. Uh, it just like, I mean, I guess that sort of speaks to how good Vince Gilligan is at at sort of like story telling that story on his own. Yeah. Uh, now that Lee Russell is no longer in the equation, I think that we're ready to anoint Kim Wexler the best character on television right now. Uh, she's she's up there. She is uh just an absolute fucking gem. I I, I, I stand her when I yes. when I watch now, and that was that was like the Lee Russell thing. Every scene he was in, you couldn't wait for the dumb shit he was gonna do. I love my guy Lawrence. They've killed him. I think the <laughs> Kim dead. Wexler right now. Although like Lawrence is dead in the uh, insecure universe. Yeah. You, 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 For I mean, sure. like, actually dead. Like he, yeah. He died He's like, well, maybe if you were in such a fucking hoe, and then he just died, <laughs> then his body disintegrated. <laughs> his then like they they cut to uh, them. They cut to like Walt and Mike and Todd and Jesse back at the shop, uh, taking his body out of like the back <laughs> of the like the dirt it in a and fat of acid. It, yep, yep. <laughs> And then, then Lawrence died. It was very, very gruesome. Very, very terrible. Uh, yeah, she's Kim's up there. I'm trying to think who's who's better than her. I mean, seeing seeing Mike on TV every week again is a it's, real treat. Yeah, it absolutely is. I, I'm Do you think a, they're going to kill that guy? By the way, do you think they're going to kill the um, the not the not archaeologist? What's the uh, excavator guy? Oh, the uh, like the the second one. The I don't. After he's done, you mean? Uh, did they make a deal with the second one? Yeah. Okay, because the first one was saying, like, easy peasy, this won't be a problem. And the second one was saying, this is going to be terrible, we're going to have to blast, it's going to be really, really hard. Well, and they- no, I think that, that that's the first one, the guy was too cocky and okay. like, was not paying attention enough to what possibly could go oh, wrong. Oh, right, because he just went like, boom, yeah, boom, boom. He, the other guy was like taking yes, measurements. the other yeah. guy... This first guy used all electronic stuff. Mm. He was very, very trusting in his tools mm. and things like that. The other guy was way more old school, yeah. way more methodical, thought it out a little bit more, took a lo- little bit w- longer to consider all the things that could possibly go wrong. And what right, they like this to is do. downtown, everything like, like that. Like that second guy would for sure, is for sure more realistic and, um, you know, is more methodical in his approach. Yeah. So, and he's less likely to get caught as a result. Exactly. And, and, and that, that lines up with Gus Fring. Gus Fring is the most like careful person. And so I think that's why he only introduced himself to the second guy rather than the first guy. The first guy doesn't even know that Gus Fring exists. Right. He got the second guy got a callback. Right. Yes. That was, so, uh, the second guy is the guy that's going to build that, uh, the lab underneath the thing. So the second guy came in and he was like, this is how it could go wrong. These are the risks we're running. This is right. everything. The, this is going to be nearly impossible. And Mike said, you're going to Hollywood, kid. <laughs> yes, and then yes. Gus Fring came in and he ran out after puking. Wow, that guy was puking a whole lot. The did second he, guy. No, did he, I don't think he actually puked, did he? He was saying that he was going to puke and he uh. was sucking down a lot of water. If you're gonna puke, you're not supposed to drink water, though, right? Yeah, I don't think so. It doesn't it, it, like that makes you vomit, right? There gives you things to throw up. Yeah, um, that's a little health tip uh, from from the guys. Uh, but yeah, I did see a couple of movies. I saw Operation Finale and I saw Searching. We should definitely talk about Searching on this podcast. My biggest takeaway from well, Oper- I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm saying like once you've seen it, okay, we should talk okay. about it. Uh, for Friday. I only, I've been trying. Yeah. I only have one take on Operation Finale. It's a pretty solid movie. Uh, at the end of movies, they need to stop saying, uh, so-and-so died whatever year he was survived by uh, his wife and his children. They need a different word for survived. Why? Because it makes it sound like they were supposed to die, too. <laughs> It's just like, what, what do you think? You're better than me or something? Right. It's like, uh, uh, my grandfather died of old age. Uh, don't worry, though. I'm I alive. got out alive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
He was. He was. You need a different word he than was outlived by. Yes. Outlived would be more of a dagger. That would be. I, w- I would prefer outlived because that's my kind of humor. Just a little like, hey, hey dead much. Uh, yeah. And everybody loves Raymond. Frank loves to read the obituaries so that he can find out which motherfuckers he he beat. Oh, that's amazing. That is a joke that they use, and everybody loves Raymond. Um, Breaking yeah. news: Le'Veon Bell isn't playing Week One, and that stinks because. I spent a hundred two dollars of my two hundred dollar budget really? in fantasy on him. This was the year I decided I'm gonna go with the strategy of I'm just gonna get the fucking best guy. I'm gonna well, pay out the nose. I had I'm the number one pick in both my leagues. Yeah. I took Todd Gurley in both of them. I would prefer Todd Gurley yeah. to Le'Veon Bell. Um, I uh, but Le'Veon Bell was not the most expensive guy in my league. Who Saquon Barkley went really? for one hundred and three, which is the most hilariously dumb thing in the world. I mean, a lot of people are high on Saquon. I think that he's yeah. going to be good. Yeah, but me that too. Is, uh, that is unnecessarily high for the first year. I think. Yeah. Um. So where are play DraftKings though? Use yeah. promo code brunch. Uh, it would do, it would do wonders for us. Uh, the movies. Oh, uh, you use Movie Pass. I did. I used MoviePass to see Searching, and I did an old school go to the fucking theater and just buy a ticket in Maine to see Operation Finale. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And there were a lot of olds in the theater, but for the first time, I finally got chicken fingers at a movie theater. It was... How was it? It was fucking great. They gave me so many chicken fingers and like fries and the even whole... AMC hooks it up with the chicken fingers. Like, there's really? a lot of there's a decent amount of chicken tenders that they put in that box. Oh, chicken tenders are so amazing. This is uh, the latest attempt, by the way, at uh, what my asshole friend would call the annual Deej diet. Uh, starting yesterday, I'm cutting the shit, and I'm actually going to try to start lifting for the first time in ah, forever, which is why plan. I texted you and said, hey, you fucking <laughs> coward. <laughs> hey, Make- you, hey, you big, handsome, muscular, yeah. hunky coward. Did you like my request? Yeah, I said you, I need uh, a lifting routine that doesn't involve me having to learn how to do anything. I don't well, want to. I have don't look think up that that's going to work. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I can't imagine you know a lot of things. I know how to do. Uh, no, even if it's like a fly thing, I would have to be like, "What's that again?" So yeah, no, nothing. I'm going. You're going to learn. You're going to learn today. You're going to learn today. <laughs> you're going to learn today. That's a uh, great thing. We, we can keep saying that. If, if people still say my wife, we yes. can still say you're going to learn today. Yep. Um, what am I going to learn? Uh, you're going to learn some some exercises that are, are good for you and probably you're going to you're going to be glad after there's there's a little bit of a learning curve and and you once you once Not you get past it, once you get guy. over the hump and once you learn Not a big them, humping guy either. <laughs> Uh, you're going to be fine, and you're going to be glad that I introduced them to your life. But you said three times a week, mm-hmm. and you want just to like not have to do very strenuous things. No, not I'll, I'll do strenuous things, but like as, you don't want to like you don't want to go too far out of your comfort zone. I don't want it to be a fucking thing, right? Like you don't want to be Is doing squatting. One of the things it. I'm going to have to do, uh, not necessarily. You don't have to. I can if you want to. Av- Tell me the things that you want to avoid uh, off the pod, and I will I will tailor your workout plan to you. This is my only goal. My only goal. I don't care how I, I, about arms getting big or whatever. This is all about counteracting the way I treat my body. I just want like to be a little wider. Just like make okay. my frame a little wider. I so, want to make there more room <laughs> for all the shit that I put in it. Because when I put the shit in my body best. now, it looks weird. Uh, shout out to my pal uh, Candice, an instructor at the handlebar. My favorite like fitness person ever because she's got this. She's got the best attitude, which is working out is not punishment. It should be something that you want to do and it's this fun thing. So yesterday she posted this thing saying like, hey, fitness instructors, stop fucking saying, hey, you're going to burn off all the uh, all the Labor Day weekend stuff you did in class this week. It's not a fucking punishment. If you had fun over Labor Day, good. You're supposed to have fun. Ha- like Have this good positive attitude. It's great that she has that. For me, that's <laughs> fucking wrong. <laughs> like Fitness has to be a because you act like this, DJ, you have to do this other shit. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, like, I, I think I just wouldn't go to the gym if I was like, I, I'd, 
I don't need this. Right. I, I deserved all the beer that I drank this weekend. So, Which is, I mean, that in theory is the right attitude, though. But that's like, what, you drink that's beer what because you like it and gym. you exercise because you like it. You no, know? But, no, but the, the, the beer is what gets me to the gym. Yeah, you like, like beer so much. Exactly. <laughs> you like, like beer enough that you'll go to the gym for it. I've resigned myself to the fact that I like beer so much, and I really don't love the gym that much, mm. that eventually uh, the gym is just going to fade away for me, and I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm done with this. Once I'm, we're living I'm, together I'm in 38 the, years yeah. old, I don't need to be in shape. What am I doing this for? Mm. Uh, and then I'm just going to get fat. Yeah, I don't know. I, I could see you... Would you ever like retire into um, like group classes or anything? I think you go to a couple weeks yeah, to keep maybe. yourself honest. Yeah. You wouldn't start running. You, you no, definitely you not. I yeah. I would need to do something that sort of held my interest, and running does not fucking hold my interest. I wish so badly I was a person who got up and wanted to fucking run around. Yeah, I know. That's well, terrible. Yeah. Who the fuck gets? Oh, uh, like what's your feeling like when you open your eyes if? In the next 10 minutes, you're fucking <laughs> running. And people who run always do it at like the weirdest fucking times. Yeah. They'll wake up at like five in the morning and go for an eight mile jog. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck is wrong I with I think you? I need to get around to getting that French bulldog so then I can, that can be my excuse for not running. Have you ever tried to do anything with the French bulldog? No, but well, I assume that they don't want to do it. Yes. <laughs> uh, French bulldogs want to do one thing. Sleep. And, and it's No, it's hang out with you. Okay. It's like actively hang out. So if you're just sitting down watching TV and and the French bulldog's sitting down, like I'll be I'll if I'm ever like dog sitting Emilio, I'll be watching TV, I'll be doing some work on my laptop doing whatever, and after like 4 minutes he comes over and he's like, "Hey, so no rush. Don't got to do anything now, but like you think we're going to are we going to do something today at some point? And you're like, yeah, okay, just yeah, just hang out for a minute. And like ten seconds later, he's like, <laughs> so now, so that's that all French like bulldogs want to do. So if you're walking a French bulldog after, like I don't know, thirty steps, they just they sit down, <laughs> and you'll be walking down the street, and they'll be like, oh, okay, wait, hold on a second, and they'll sit down. Half the time I walk Emilio, I have to pick him up and walk him to an That's area. That's like me hungover where it's like, uh, I'm really hungry. But as soon as I sit down to yes. start to eat something, I'm like, ooh, I can't do this. Yeah. This is not for me. Yeah. Uh, and so that sounds like that sounds like what uh, French Bulldog's life is. They're like, hey, let's do something active. Yeah. I mean, but if, start, I get, if I get a nope. French Bulldog, I can just blame not doing anything on like, oh, well, you can't take 10 steps without this fucker sitting down. All he likes to do is hang out and watch TV. Maybe I should get a French bulldog then. <laughs> uh, fair enough, but uh, I think it sounds like sounds like we're gonna have to do some chest for you. We're gonna have to do some shoulders for you, just to broaden yeah. the uh, like the top half, so that you can pack on a little bit more in the bottom half, and it won't look dumb. Yes, exactly. I would uh, if I'd like my shoulders to be uh, just like as big as my thighs. <laughs> okay, all right, and that way we'll work on it because you don't you can't just be the sh- the thigh guy. No, which I am. Fortunately, I'm the thigh and the nose guy, and the Adam's <laughs> apple guy. Sometimes the hair guy. The the nose sort of distracts from the upper body, while the the thighs. God bless this nose, man. When it, whenever someone takes a fucking shot at my nose, like Turtle Boy did. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh man, you have no idea the things this nose has done for me. I I am eternally grateful to this fucking nose. Uh, I tried to see. I tried to see Operation Finale on opening night last week. I went to like the ten thirty showing or whatever at at the, our favorite cinema, mm-hmm. and for the first time in my life, I encountered a fucking broken projector. How does that happen? I still? don't know. I would think that 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 would that like you just press play, right? And like if that one breaks, then you move it to another one. It's yeah. op- it's opening night for Operation Finale. You can't just like hmm. get rid of. God, a goddamn showing of The Incredibles 2 yeah. or something, which is somehow still in theaters. Um, <laughs> Mamma Mia 2 so, is still in theaters. I gotta, don't sneak, I know I gotta it. grab one last peek. Don't I know it because... Uh, in, so I was already at the movie theater and it was like 10.30 and I was like, I gotta see a movie. And so I went to see that goddamn, that fucking movie Alpha, which I had absolutely oh, no yeah. interest in seeing. Yeah, same. Um, so I, I said I was gonna... They were like, hey, well... A movie's on us. Pick one. And I was like, 
Mamma Mia 2. Yeah. And so I got a Mamma Mia 2 ticket and I was walking over to the cinema and Alpha was playing at the same time and I was like, you know what? I might as well just see a movie that I haven't yeah. seen before. Do something new. So I saw Alpha and it was actually not that bad. Oh, really? It was better than I expected. Hmm. Um, all subtitles. And I don't know if you saw me tweet about this, but it was me and two other people in the theater. It was a mother and her young daughter. Oh, right. And they were... They, they, the mother... The daughter apparently could not read, and the mother was reading the subtitles, parenting. reading the subtitles out loud, like very loud, to the daughter. And the entire movie is subtitles because it's like a prehistoric sort of movie, so they don't speak English before they, they had English. Yes, <laughs> so uh, it was it was fucking infuriating. I ended up having to move all the way to the back of the cinema, which it's it's sort of. Sort of helped, but it was still very, very annoying. That's it was a nightmare. But the uh, the movie wasn't that bad. And as soon as it got out, I was like, "Huh, I bet Mamma Mia is still playing. I bet I can catch like the last half hour of Mamma Mia." I walk into the theater. Two seconds after I walk into the theater, the Dancing Queen scene starts. That is unbelievable. Just completely turned my night around. That's so fucking great, man. Yeah, I'm gonna get one more view into that movie and a lot of people have asked me like is this really that good or is this just like one of your fucking things like thunder and i'm like no a thunder is really good (laughs) but b it it is a thoroughly enjoyable movie you smile the entire time i would say it's like it's probably like a b b plus movie but it is a b b plus movie that makes you feel so good it makes you feel a plus yes exactly that is the best way to put it so uh I probably won't see it in the theaters again. I want to see Mission Impossible again. Hmm. Um, I still got to see Operation Finale. I still got to see Searching. We'll, I, we'll probably do those for Friday. Yeah. I was quite disappointed in Searching. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And it came out and everybody was saying that it's that it was great. Like the, the I want to root for it because the, I like... Uh, what's his name? Yes. Yeah, same. Uh, the uh, But the, the big time movie boys all said it was fantastic. Okay. So I was like, oh, shit. Uh, it wasn't anywhere. It wasn't even close to as creepy as I thought it was going to be, which was my initial aversion to it. Um, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't creepy, and it just the whole process of it and the result, the twist, if you will, mm-hmm. didn't wow didn't me at register. all. Yeah, it was it. It it looked like a pretty bad movie that I didn't want to see because it was going to be creepy. And then I saw it, and it was just a pretty bad movie that wasn't creepy. So I guess it has that going f- for it. Okay. It wasn't that good. I, I, we'll, we'll revisit on Friday. I, I still want to see it. Still going to... Is it, gonna, is it like a Blumhouse? What, what's that? Is it a Blumhouse movie? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. No. Well, it's, I mean, it seemed like the budget was pretty low, so I f- assumed that it would be a B- Blumhouse movie. PSA, uh, Happy Death Day is free on demand i think it's uh through cinemax Ooh. yeah might bang that out one of these days um one thing that i mentioned to you last week and i texted it to you you never responded uh it was like a revelation i was reading the seinfeldia book and in the last chapter they sort of go through sort of the modern uh seinfeld phenomenons and phenomenons and phenomena phenomenon uh no they talk about uh seinfeld 2k Oh, really? In the last chapter, yeah. And they basically like talk about the guy who started it and, and like his motivations and stuff like that. Yeah. And th- the reason why he talks so dumb and like types like an idiot and misspells everything on Twitter... Oh, I did is, see this text. ...is because he was inspired by uh, Multiplicity and Michael Keaton's character. By number four. The clone. No- yeah. The, the clone of the clone of the clone. Yeah. Who is clearly missing some yes. some things upstairs and he just loves pizza so much yeah no he was like uh, since i copied the clone of uh seinfeld today <laughs> i decided amazing. to make it like a, a less uh less smart uh, yeah version of it and i thought that was hilarious and that was like the perfect fucking intersection of your interests <laughs> yes that is unbelievable we've got it so he i i think his name's Jason. Um, yeah, and he's from Canada. Yes, uh, and I know that because he when he sent me a Canada. care package, he had to list on it what was in it, and he, true to form, he 
spelled like one t-shirt, one box junior mint. <laughs> uh, well, from the from the chapter in the Seinfeldia book, which is really good, by the way, I would highly recommend it. I gotta um, get on that. It's 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 like getting me back into Seinfeld with renewed interest. Nice. I'm. Uh, I did a lot of reading this past week. Oh yeah, not a lot, more than usual. Like three pages. I know, like. <laughs> Like dozens. <laughs> okay, I, I've read dozens of pages, uh, but it was just the shit that I usually read. It's a book called "Man on the Run." It's uh, Paul McCartney in the 1970s. So after he left the Beatles, a lot of good stuff in there about okay. uh, him suing the other three and uh, all the kind of back and forth. But I, I, I love a lot of the stuff that he did immediately after the Beatles, which wasn't very well received, but now people kind of like it. So it's cool reading about that and the type of shit that was made then. But that's just the that's the type of fucking thing I yeah. read. Anyway. You're going to have to give me a crash course on Paul mm. McCartney before. I've been uh, thinking that as I've been reading it, and I'm like, cert- I'm getting to certain parts, and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to make this playlist. The issue is I... Um, I rage deleted Apple Music, and I know that you don't have Spotify. Yeah. So I rage deleted Apple Music because when I get in my car, it automatically plays the first thing on my Apple Music. Okay. And so I do that for everything. I feel like doesn't do that on Spotify. Oh wow. Okay. So uh, that's such a weird reason to delete. I was like screaming, and I was like, that's such a weird I, reason to delete like a service that is. Done I still so pay much for it. You. I still pay for it. God. Uh, uh, yeah. So I definitely need a crash course on Paul McCartney. I would love to just have like a a Spotify or, or like any sort of playlist yeah. for ACL artists that were interested in or and possibly going to see. Yes, I've looked at so the schedule is out and uh and it's there's some troublesome parts mainly that Father John Misty concludes his set at the same time that Paul McCartney begins his set on the other side and it's upsetting because it means that we'd have to either miss like the banger at the end right. of and he, Father John Missy's yeah. set or get like really, really shitty spot for Paul McCartney, which I'm okay with. So like when we did uh, like Radiohead and um, shit, I can never think of their go- Oh, uh, LCD sound system. We did like the, oh, we, the, were way the, the back. we just did like way in the back, but totally enjoyed it. And I but think the LCD could, sound system it was almost better being way in the back because we had yeah. so much room to just fucking be yeah. idiots and dance around. Yeah. <laughs> and like we were dancing during oh, LCD yeah. sound system, yeah. right? Just oh, yeah. four bros. Yeah. And it was like we were dancing on a dirt section yeah. of the of the field that they were playing on. So like it was night and there was a lot of lights and we were kicking up dust yeah. and just dancing around and being idiots. And it was great because I'm fine. I am fine being. Uh, pretty far back for Paul McCartney because I know that people are going to stake out spots right. all fucking day, and uh, so I, I'm okay with that. It, it is intriguing the possibility that if we wanted to, we could be like 20 feet from Paul McCartney, which would be fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, I think that I think that the move, unfortunately, is just going to have to be last song of Father John Misty start to hightail it out of there. The issue is he often closes with the ideal husband. Which is a real good song, but uh, yeah, who knows? I'm gonna make you a Paul McCartney playlist though, Great. because he's the just the the fucking best. I uh, also uh, I also finished the uh, Hitchhiking with Larry oh, David book. Yeah, what'd you think? I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought it was uh, it was the guy, the, the author is definitely interesting. Yeah, I thought that he yeah. he was a little much sometimes for definitely. me when like especially when he was talking about like his uh, the miracle the miracle yes uh, his his uh, his girlfriend slash ex girlfriend blah 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 he was a very he's a guy that I knew that if I spent too much time with I'd be like oh fuck this guy yeah I mean, <laughs> I just just get me away from him a little yeah. bit um, we but, all have problems <laughs> but it was uh I think you described it as like a, just a really good summer read yeah and it and it was like it it is uh it romanticizes Martha's Vineyard like nothing else I've never been to Martha's Vineyard I don't think I've ever been to Martha's Vineyard or as, like it. as like an adult ah. Uh. Um, like I, I think that maybe I would like Martha's Vineyard now. I, I remember as a kid thinking that it was nothing special, hmm. but like I am a huge, huge fan of small uh, summer towns. Yeah, now like that is the best thing in the world, unless it's the Cape. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Do you ever go to Block Island? No, I went there last uh, summer and it was nice. Yeah. But I'm a main guy through and through. 
Right. Uh, so this is this was. I mean, the guy who wrote Hitchhiking with Larry David. That guy lived a fucking a dream summer. He had absolutely nothing to do mm-hmm. and just kept going. It was just like him bouncing around from fucking like ice cream shop to pizza yeah. place to just riding his bike everywhere. Which I just did that for a week and. If I did that for a week and a day, I would explode. Yeah, I don't understand like how you just go through an entire summer without doing anything. <laughs> right. Like I, I, so I was off last week, and I was very much looking forward to having a week of no responsibilities. And it like took me a few days to put my laptop away because I still like wanted to think of shit, and it's. Yeah, it's it's hard to fucking rev stuff down, even if you're like, all right, I'm not going to do anything now. Within 10 seconds, you yeah. fucking get stir crazy. I don't know how that guy didn't. I loved... The best part of the book was uh, the dog. The do- Oh, His the, parents uh, have a dog yeah, named Max. <laughs> and that's... So my dad is very much like that. Uh, so his parents have a dog named Max. And every time he goes near the dog, the parents, very concerned tell him to not hurt the dog which is the most ridiculous thing in the world why the fuck would this guy hurt the dog but my dad does shit like that too like if i see one of the dogs i'm like oh hi mindy my dad will be like don't make her crazy don't rile her up and i'm like i'm petting her let's let's relax but dogs dog owners can some dog owners just are like that so (laughs) at one point of the book uh his parents go to pick up the dog and he says to them don't hurt him and they get very serious. Like, Why say, the fuck would we hurt? We him? would never hurt Max. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. I also like that Max uh, was uh, very good about taking advantage of the mother's dementia. <laughs> she <laughs> yes. would feed him, and then he would come back like three seconds later, and she'd be like, "Oh, I gotta feed you." Yeah, so amazing. They really glazed over the mother's dementia. <laughs> yeah, like the parents in that in that book were very. Uh, a little concerning. The mother had seemingly very serious dementia, mm-hmm. and the dad was just kind of a dick. Did uh, did you look up what happened after the book? No. I definitely did. As soon as I finished it, I'm I... am interested. Yeah, because he did uh, some... He did, like, a press tour or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, and they broke up again. So ah. he got back with the miracle, and then IRL, that they broke up right. again. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it seemed like a relationship that he, wasn't meant to be. Right, and he just seems like the kind of person that... Rom- like, I feel like that happens to an extent with pretty much everybody. Where, like, oh, when you, you break up with somebody, you're it, like, you, oh, that was the best thing that ever happened right, to me. Right, you romanticize yeah. all the good things, and then as soon as you get back with them, you're like, mm. Mm. so this is why this happened in the first place. Yeah, look at us talking about books. This, is, this was a pretty sophisticated one, I will say. 